Hey guys, I was wondering about the history of maps, how they first came about, how they've progressed through the centuries up until now where almost every map is electronically and digitally found and utilized. Any answers, I would surely appreciate it. Thank you. I'm, I'm the, the map. map. I'm, I'm the, the map. map. I'm, I'm the map. map. I'm the, I'm oh, the we map. fucked it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was in sync at all. <laughs> uh, let's just, we, it's all good. We'll do it again. You ready? All right. I'm the map. 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 I feel like was I that feel like, in sync? No. I, I feel like you're. I don't know how delayed it is. I wish I could hear you on the phone. I don't know. Every single time, I think it's delayed, or I mean, I think it's off. So I can never tell if it's on. And then I'm just kind of singing off time of you. So I don't know if I should be slowing <laughs> down or speeding up. Or I know. I can on. tell. I can tell the fucking speed on on your end is like. Like you're on just even if it sounds off, it's like I'm gonna come into your headphones delayed anyways. So even if it's yeah. slightly off, it'll be good. Just follow the tune of it, okay? Okay, so I'm the map. I'm, I'm the, the map. map. I'm, I'm the, the map. map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Okay. Okay. Last time. We're taking it as it is. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to a welcome to a map episode brought to you by my very own father, Jason Fister. Appreciate you sending in that little voicemail here and maps. I honestly hadn't thought about it until you asked for an episode about it, and I'm glad you did because I wrote down a bunch of questions. We got a bunch of answers coming your way. Maps, Patrick. What do you know about maps? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a weird question. I know. Just that they depict a certain area. A lot of times I think of them as very large maps, like of countries or continents. But yeah. I, I remember back to the time where we were in Colorado trying to find a camping spot and a man at a liquor store drew us a map of his own. <laughs> and so that could be... One of the original types of map is a very a liquor store crudely attendant. drawn map <laughs> with a couple of lines and an X being like, yeah, that's where you need to turn. X marks the spot. Yeah, we're jumping right in. My thought was maybe maps were a form of artwork initially. And then people thought that it gained importance because you're like, oh, look, it, there's all these like areas and stuff that I've written down so maybe they were just like drawing beautiful things that were kind of in their surrounding neighborhood and then somehow a, a map for someone who is uneducated in the area you know for for them and they can use that but i don't really know if anything besides like i don't know traders coming into your village or something like that what do you think the first map is just that x's and i don't know in lines i would think that it'd be pretty important for anyone traveling in general if I don't know if you needed to move your family for any reason, just trying to get to another settlement, any sort of map would be very helpful. But I don't know if they'd really be in that big of supply to be able to create a lot of maps back then. So they probably were just asking a local or someone who was more familiar with the area to Absolutely. draw something like that up. I was also thinking just navigation in general. 
uh, stars being used as navigation for the most part. I've, I'm sure we've all heard of the Northern Star being used, but is that just it? Just pinpoints where you're at, so you at least you know the direction that you're going. I mean, it doesn't really help you unless you know specifically. I don't know. Using stars is hard. I have yeah. said that forever. I can't. Can you find the Northern Star? I think we've been together and we pointed at <laughs> probably like five different stars, saying that's the Northern Star. So beautiful. I always think that I'm pointing at it, but in reality, I don't think I ever am. I feel like I could be lying on my ass, but I'm fairly positive that there's something like the handle of the Big Dipper points to the Northern Star or something like that. And it's supposed to be the brightest one in the sky or something. I don't know if that's true, though, because I I remember the night that I think that's what confused us. Yeah, because I don't think the Northern Star was the brightest if the handle of the Big Dipper was pointing towards it. Yeah. Do you have a, a year in which you think do you do you even think the first map was recorded in history, or do you, do you think it was literally just villages, and they probably just like I don't know. Fell no, apart I mean I'm sure it, it depends on what you consider a map because I'm sure someone drew in the sand or something with a stick. Yeah, a very you know. I'm thinking parchment, a, a piece of paper or something, and someone okay. literally drew it for navigational purposes. I feel like that would have to go back to ancient Egypt or something. Always Egypt. <laughs> I know. But I Could think, be Egypt. I think they were the ones who made paper originally. Could be. What about, uh, I'm thinking trading. When is the Silk Road, is that Egypt? Or is that right before its time? I'm not sure. I think when major trading started going between multiple cities that were pretty vastly apart that maybe a small road map was used to simply get to another city. You don't think a king might have a a map of his kingdom and all of the land that he controls maybe? I mean, definitely could be. I I'm just thinking that for uh, the very first purpose I could think of a map being used for is hey, we need supplies from that village cuz we don't have it. How do I get there? And if you don't have it memorized, I think maybe someone drew some sort of direction and that's how they could have gotten there. I honestly have no idea. But I could definitely see some sort of king. (laughs) Draw my city. (laughs) I could see that as well. You want to throw out a a year? Oh, geez. Uh, Oh, yeah. 1,200 BC. I like that. Ironically, I was also going to go around 1,200 time. I'll go a little before. We're doing... 1137 BC. Wow. These are very specific guesses for being so long ago. Yeah, we're confident. We're confident, honestly. Uh, Do you have any other questions before we start actually looking it up? Uh, A couple I had. What do you think the first maps were on? I I know you talked about parchment. You think hide, potentially? That's another uh, idea that I had, but I didn't write it down. I'm thinking either some sort of paper or hide of an animal. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but it definitely could be. I was also just thinking of on some sort of rock face, but then it's not that usable. Like a slab. I mean, I don't really know how much a a hide is (laughs) is usable. I was thinking if it is a hide, it's probably maybe of a village or a kingdom, and it kind of just like sits over, I don't know, a a fireplace or something. More of like, I'm just thinking, I don't know why, but I want to say the first map is either for training or some sort of artwork. Yeah. I mean, there's not too many other uses to maps, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I was also curious, how back in the day, early maps, how did they ever get a decent scale for knowing how far different things were in order to make a map? You know, I've seen 
maps of early America and all of that, you know, ba- mapping out the coast. Sure. How in the heck could they ever know, you know, how long one squiggle is supposed to be compared to another? Were people walking that entire distance or rowing or something to to get that scale, or did they just guess? I don't know. I, I feel like it would mainly be assumptions. Uh, for a small scale map, I was thinking probably strides or steps could be used. And then mm. if it's a large scale, like like a full like continent or state or something like that by the coast, I was thinking it could be written due to time traveled. Um, mm. I'm sure okay. that they have like journals and stuff like written down, especially if you're exploring new land, how long you were walking in a certain direction or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's actually a really good guess. I didn't think yeah. of that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the best thing I got. I was also wondering about land surveyors and all of that. I was that that common of a profession back, back in, in early America just because I'm pretty sure that was one of George Washington's earlier uh careers. Oh really? Was as a as a land surveyor. What is I that? may be getting him confused with Ben Franklin, so don't quote me on that yet. <laughs> Benny but I'm Franks. pretty sure it was George Benjamin? Washington. Benjamin my guy. What is a land surveyor? You just go out and you like look at the land? I don't know. That's kind of what I was wondering. (laughs) I don't know too much about them, but in modern times, aren't they the people looking in those little almost telescope looking things? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cameras. Yeah. I uh, think that might be a determining property lines. I would assume yeah. that that's how they kind of figured out a scale of a map. That was my original thought, is okay. they're somehow using some measurement in order to do that. I'm thinking either they're counting their steps or, old school, a giant spool of yarn. They'd probably like nail it down, put it on a rock or something, and then just walk it out. And if they know You don't them- think they use any sort of telescope type instruments or anything like that? I mean, when when did the telescope come out? That's a, early. Really? Uh, I could be. I I'm mean, a, compared unsure. to the first map, probably pretty late. But if we're talking maybe early American maps. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe they have some sort of, they'd have to know some physics to be able to like look through a telescope, pinpoint a location, and be like, all right, yeah. that's that far. Uh, I mean, sailors use sextants and things like that to navigate. I think that was using the stars and all that and yeah. measuring distances with that. Could be. We are hopping over to naval navigation, and that's what I wanted to talk about as well. Was Sextons and the Stars the first use of naval navigation? Probably. I would assume, because when did the compass come out? I was curious about that, too. And how the hell does a compass work? How does it always know where <laughs> north is? That's another thing I'd written down. That's magnets. what I, We were looking at magnets, just the Earth, the Earth magnetism. The Earth's magnetic field, yeah. I, but what... <laughs> I don't know anything I, about the I don't know how field. they figure out how to magnetize whatever it is to point in a certain direction with the <laughs> magnetic field. I have no idea on that, but I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's with the magnetic field. I, I don't know a single thing about the Earth's magnetic field, though. Like It I saves your you. life every day. Besides that, I, I have nothing on you. It blows my mind. Compasses. When do they come out? How do they work? We can figure that out as well. We got a lot of questions. Which uh, we also kind of talked a little bit about it, so I guess we can bring it on up. The start of Google Maps and recording of streets. I know we were talking about that little like telescope looking deal that people go and like survey the roads and stuff. That must have been an insane project to start. Do you literally? I know that sometimes you see the Google car. Do you think yeah. that's how we've mapped out every single road initially? They just had a fleet of Google cars like recording where they've been like driving at 
and then they just put it all into a database or I'm pretty sure. That's insane. I want to know about that project. I mean, didn't your friend in college he did maps in Germany or something like that? How, how do you ever know what he was doing in order to make maps in Germany? No, I didn't talk to him too much about the process, but he was in charge of, I think, maybe sending cars or some sort of field surveyors to new roads, and then they would like lay out the road, and then he would be the one to be installing it into the program. And I'm pretty sure he was actually able to name a couple of the roads, which is kind of fun. <laughs> that is pretty but, cool. Yeah. Wait, did he have to name them in German, though? Most likely. Did he know German? Probably not. i don't think he knew german probably like i don't know pick the name and then found some way to translate it honestly it's tim's road (laughs) welcome to tim's (laughs) but yeah i don't know but that's also like very modern day i want to know when it all started like when the hell google maps came out all pertaining to maps map quest or is that the is that the booklet what was the booklet called atlas the atlas Atlas. yeah Yeah. that's That's just a collection of maps is an atlas. That's mind blowing though that it has major roads and stuff of every state. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm impressed. That's all I'm saying. And appreciative because if I didn't have Google Maps, I would be very lost pretty much on the daily now. Did you ever get lost with old school MapQuest or anything like that and have to figure it out or not really? Right when we started driving is when iPhones really started to boom, I feel like. Or we had like those map navigators that were, it was literally the sole purpose. It was an electronic device that you would put up in the front of your car. I think it's just a GPS. It's just a GPS device. Yeah. Yeah. I think right when we started driving was when GPS started to boom. And Mm -hmm. I know my father had one in his car and so i think when i did drive i would use his car which had it and so we'd plug that in but the thing was that it wasn't very updated <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> yeah. you would be driving and it would just make you disappear and they're like where the hell are you going you're just driving off road right now or i know sometimes when you and i would drive places i know we'd have to print off directions and whatnot <laughs> and bring the pages and if you lost your direction you pretty much had a turn around and get Backtrack, back yeah. on the road yeah that was one thing that kind of sucked is if you are on a country road and you have printed off directions it's like all right you drive 13 miles down this road and the whole time you're just like am i at 13 miles yet did i miss it <laughs> yeah. am I, i'm you're just constantly anxious and nervous that i did <laughs> well goodness we have a buttload of questions that we have to answer should we try and start at the first map yep wow i'm seeing the first i guess artifact map that someone actually has was created around 25,000 BCE and it was carved into a mammoth tusk. What are you talking about? And the area depicted, yeah, some mountains, rivers, valleys around ancient Pavlov, like the dogs, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, I guess that's a city in the Czech Republic, in the now Czech Republic. Interesting. Was it if it's in a mammoth tusk, it can't be that big then. Is it fairly small? Uh, It looks kind of big. I, I can't tell exactly what the map is supposed to be. It doesn't look like it would help me <laughs> navigating anywhere, but I don't know. A mammoth tusk is pretty big. Yeah. Is it just really like wide? Like, could you imagine like making the the, the map go all the way around the tusk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on the wrong side. Wow, it's still in a museum in the Czech Republic. We gotta go check it out sometime. I was gonna say, that'd be awesome to go see. Well, besides, how did they date that? Do you know? Did they like test the tusk and be like, oh, that's how old that is? 
Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's it's at least as old as the the last mammoth. So there's your end point. <laughs> there you but go. I'm I'm sure you could do. I know there's carbon dating and all of that type of thing. It's not always the most accurate, but I feel like they always have some sort of way to give a bit of an estimate as to how old something is. It blows my mind that like when when things start being made in history, it seems like everybody just automatically gains that knowledge as well. Like how one civilization could create maps, and then it seems like just everyone else around the exact same time starts creating maps. Like why is that a why is that a thing? Uh, so besides the mammoth tusk, around twenty three hundred BC, uh, Babylonians started using clay tablets to record map like images of city parts or of the world that they knew at the time and then over in 2300 is a lot different than 25,000 though <laughs> yeah yeah 2300 is a lot different than 25,000 i for some reason was thinking 2500 so just a couple hundred of years either way the greeks what so the greeks were creating map like structures but they're credited for proving that the earth was spherical wow i'm trying to figure out how though yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that news didn't get out to everyone even at the time. I do have to say, our guess of around 1200 BC in <laughs> Egypt was almost spot on. The really? oldest uh, papyrus map uh, from ancient Egypt depicting, or being the oldest existing topographical map, is estimated to be made around 1160 BC. Oh my God. Dead smack in the middle of us, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. What a solid guess. We are, we're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like, oh my God, I don't no idea how to say this name. Eratosthenes measured the angle of a shadow cast by a stick at noon on a summer solstice in Alexandria and found that it made an angle of 7.2 degrees or 1 50th of a complete circle. And if he knew the distance from Alexandria to Sion, he could calculate the circumference of the Earth. And that calculation proved somehow that the Earth was round. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, good. And the details of this measurement in the manuscript is now lost. No, no. <laughs> That absolutely blows my mind, though, that some random person just thinks, hey, let me measure this shadow of a stick, and somehow now I know the Earth is brown. I feel like people back in the day were so innovative, it's ridiculous. Dude, I know. <laughs> it makes me feel like that conversation that we had where the average mm -hmm. individual is just getting less intelligent, and I feel like I'm more leaning towards your side now. <laughs> because... <laughs> I, you just hear about all these crazy stories, and I couldn't do anything like that. There's no way. And I feel like I'm not unintelligent. I feel like I'm at least <laughs> average intelligence. <laughs> and there's just no way. I mean, we, we we could just be hearing the history of like the best of the best right now. That's honestly. what I was going to say, is the only history that survives is someone who did something very impressive, not the average Joe. Still, it makes you feel a little bad. <laughs> I can't even find the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, majority of the maps, it looks like, are just literal places, and people are just marking, like, uh, the most important landmarks of a city 
uh, especially Babylon, because that's when like the first map is really depicting is just Babylonian cities and important areas like bodies of water that are close to Babylon at the time. Interesting that it's in a bunch of like clay stone, though. I wouldn't think clay stone. We guessed hide and paper whenever yeah. the heck that came out. I mean, it's kind of like a stone tablet that I was kind of thinking of, but yeah. I guess easier to carve than, than what I was thinking. What uh, what other questions did we have? I don't even remember. I wonder what the first map of like a trading system was instead of just a city. I'm seeing that the first scientific world map was made in 1527 hmm. by Diago Ribeiro, a Portuguese cartographer. How do they get a world map, though? Like, how do they know what that looks like? It says, based on empiric latitude observations. So, obviously, that's what that is. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah, that. <laughs> I guess it says it was made by using accurate surveying techniques, which measures the positions of various objects by calculating the distance and angles between each point. Solid. That's impressive that you could do that for the entire world, though. Oh, it says this map <laughs> largely misreports the sizes of Greenland, Africa, and Antarctica. I guess that kind of makes sense if you haven't yeah. traveled that much there, especially Antarctica. Yeah, no one's traveled there, really, at least at that time. The earliest known world map was made in ancient Greek by Anna Zamnir in the 6th century BC, which he drew a map of the known world assuming that it was a cylindrical object hmm. instead of a sphere. Cylindrical. That'd be a pretty interesting shape for the Earth. Yeah. I guess uh, it's just as reasonable <laughs> as being completely flat, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and we still are debating that, so. <laughs> I feel like cylindrical is closer than flat to the right, <laughs> to the right thing. <laughs> So I was kind of wrong about the trade routes. It looks like, and I mean, it kind of makes sense if you really do think about it, that trade routes actually started becoming heavily used. And then through the, it, like the trade routes were so heavily used that actual pathways would be kind of marked through cities and that they wouldn't really need a map as long as you knew where the start of the direction was that the trade route was kind of like marking itself throughout different cities and whatnot and then other people would put up like signs instead of having to have a whole map going into one direction so yeah had kind of the idea but not quite hey jj why is swearing so goddamn satisfying i don't fucking know but it's pretty great isn't it it is but i really wonder why i don't think we'll be able to solve this on this podcast but I heard about another great one, Impolite Society. Ooh. They might be able to help us. I sure hope so. Their podcast, they tackle all the questions that just won't fly in Polite Society. Ooh, I like that. That sounds like a lovely little podcast. And guess what? We even have a little teaser for you guys here. We'll play their trailer afterwards. We hope you enjoy the trailer. And you can also find them on any sort of streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcast, you name it, even Anchor. And there might be some extra little details of a collab coming up here in the future. So pay attention. Hopefully you enjoy it for now. And more to come. Hey, Laura. Can I ask you kind of a rude question? That's what we're here for. This is Impolite Society, the podcast that explores the topics you've been told not to talk about. That's right. We explore cultural taboos, morbid curiosities, and the stuff you should probably know by now. So join us as we ask the questions your mom told you never to ask. Like, how much do you make? 
The questions you're dying to know the answers to, but are too afraid to ask, like, is it normal to spy on your spouse? And the questions you never knew you needed the answers to, like, why is animated porn so popular? (laughs) New episodes come out every other Monday, and you can find Impolite Society wherever you get your podcast. So buckle in, and let's discuss the topics that won't fly in Polite Society. One thing we were also curious about is how to discover the North Star. <laughs> uh, did we, we said the big, well, I said the big dipper handle points to it. I'm going to look that up and see if that's actually true. I feel like I've heard that a lot, but I don't know if I've heard that a lot just from you. Could be. Sometimes I wonder if stuff that I hear a lot sometimes just only comes from you and then it's actually <laughs> not reliable at all. <laughs> I feel like that probably happens more often than I think it does. A hundred percent. Oh my God. So, kind of not true, kind of true. There's a part of the Big Dipper that points to Polaris, which Polaris is the star at the end of the Little Dipper, and at the end of the handle of the Little Dipper... Oh, is Polaris the North Star? It is the North Star. Yep. So, yeah. Well, it's not the handle of the Big Dipper. It's the, like, pot. The farthest end of the pot points to Polaris. Oh, okay. So if you can find the Little Dipper, you can find the Northern Star. What do you think was the most expensive map sold for? Uh, Is it made out of like gold or some stupid crap? Is that why it's expensive? No, it's just an old map. All right. I'll describe it a little bit and then maybe you might be able to come up with a number. I'm not sure. It was a map of the world created in 1507. It's made up of 12 printed sheets uh, which assembled yeah form a full wall map that measures about two and a half by a little over one and a quarter meters uh so eight feet by four and a half feet okay you said it's the most expensive yeah it's the earliest known multi-sheet printed map and it's a uses a modified version of the ptolemaic map projection which was a style of map created by Ptolemy, uh, a famous Greek cartographer, which was how to map the world at the time, which distorted the land masses kind of in the eastern and western sides of the world. Okay. So now with that perfect description, I know exactly how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm then throwing... there were a total of a thousand copies of the map printed. A thousand? Like. Oh, so it's not even that rare. $123,762. million. $10,000,000. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Who paid $10 so million dollars for a map? The Library of Congress. Oh. So a well, museum. Apparently. I should have maybe that put that important. in there. All right. Sorry. No, you're good. I was thinking the individual wanted a map. <laughs> wanted that map. <laughs> and then you That's what I thought mil. it would be, too. Yeah, honestly. But, someone who's super into uh, like history. I guess this sense. map is pretty rare because with all of the exploration at the time, the map quickly became obsolete and known to be very inaccurate. So most of the copies have been destroyed or disappeared. That's I feel like the truth about majority of maps back in the day, like we were talking about, a lot of individuals probably had their own idea of how, you know, a landscape that they went over or they were mapping up before. Like it, everyone's probably making slight mistakes inside of the map. So majority back in the day are probably very inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Especially if you're drawing a map of something that you 
have never personally been to and you're just going off the story <laughs> of some random person who probably heard it from another random person. Yeah. I'm going to draw the map of the world, even though I haven't left Egypt. <laughs> another question that we had is when the compass came out. And it looks like the compass came out. What year do you think? I was about to say it. Oh, man. 1,080. Not a terrible guess. This this one's given us a very specific date. I'm going to have to check another site to back it up. It says 1187. Oh, okay. Either way, around that area. And uh, Magnetic Compass, Compass revolutionized navigation and led the development of sea charts. Oh, man. I didn't even think about charts of the sea. I imagine oh, that was wow. kind of mad. I didn't either. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> About to have our, our our balls blown off. What are you even mapping the sea though? I don't know. <laughs> uh, currents maybe. Yeah. Oh. But do they change? How do you? But how do you even measure a current? I don't know. Oh yeah, the the waves go this way up until this point, and I know we've been go <laughs> we've been in this boat for this many hours. <laughs> I. What are you talking about? How do yeah, people do this? Yeah, since you have no reference point to know how fast you're actually going. It's not like you have a speedometer on the boat. Yeah, I don't understand. Oh, wow. I'm seeing a picture now of Anna Zamnir's map, which was the first world map. Yeah. And it's very interesting. The map is, it's basically a pie. Well, it's obviously a circle. Around the outside. Go around the outside. Round the outside. Round the outside is the ocean and then all the landmass is on the inside and the landmass is split up into thirds with one third being Europe, one third being Asia, and then the final third being Libya and <laughs> <laughs> which was very interesting. And the only real detail is the Mediterranean Sea and the Black Sea and you can see where Italy comes down, but the rest of it is just a big blob. It's very awesome. interesting. If that gives you any idea of how accurate these old maps were. Yeah. We're going to have to like save that image or something. Oh, definitely. I keep finding history of how navigating the sea and stuff is made today. It's actually a pretty interesting method. It says that there's like specific surveying teams that go out and then they measure the water's depth even throughout the ocean. And then after navigating like an entire route, they have the record of how deep that sea level is pretty much the entire time and then the next time that they i don't know would ship out they would go like slightly off course so that they could see if water level changed at all just to see how close the bottom of the ocean was and that's long-term way of mapping out just kind of how like the ocean floor is designed and i mean if you think about how many boats and stuff are kind of going out nowadays with how many navigational like you know tools and stuff there are you could be getting Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of data coming at you really quick did you say there was some sort of, was it like radar or sonar or how, yeah, how it, are they actually getting the depth? Some sort of radar. I I didn't want to get too deep into it because I did not think I was going to understand with trying to read it. So I, <laughs> I try to throw it out in layman's terms. Probably radar you. is how they measure it. Some sort of system that they developed to be able to find the depth somehow. Okay. I think I, I can't find how nautical charts were made, but honestly, I think most likely a captain of some sort on a ship just had some sort of compass and they were like, we're going to go in this direction for as long as possible. If they veered off course a little bit, they probably would like mark it down in some sort of journal. And then at the end of a trip, when they got to like a new, I don't know, piece of land, they probably would just do the exact same thing is they they would just have like some sort of path that they followed. And then if they went again to try and go return to wherever they came from, they probably try to follow, you know, 
the exact same path, just in the opposite direction. And yeah, I don't know. I bet you a lot of people got lost at sea. Yes. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Up until like modern day navigational system was made, I'm sure it was pretty drastic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you if you really knew how to use a compass and navigate by the stars, you might be able to make it. But that's if know. they like. How do they? I mean, unless someone did it before, like the it's pretty like insane to think of some people who just like hopped on a boat. And then I'm like, going you know, that way. I'm going west forever until I hit something. That's yeah. that's absolutely absurd. That's insane. Especially bringing supplies for that whole trip. Too. Oh, my God. Like, probably majority of the weight on that boat is just food because you have no idea how long it's going to. But you can't really preserve food now. <laughs> People are are crazy. I'm I'm call, I'm not gonna try and figure out the sea charts. We could we could actually try and study this or get someone who actually knows what they're talking about on here for that one. Compasses though, how the heck do compasses work? That's what I'm that's what I'm f- freaking out about now. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do like a separate episode on this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many questions. I think we just gotta keep it on maps for now. For example, reason why I think we should have a separate episode on this, it says the Earth has an iron core that is part liquid and part solid crystal. How? How do they know that? How do they know what Earth's core is? <laughs> do you know, Patrick? Do you know how they know what the core is? No. I know I learned it at some point, but that has I know. left my brain long ago. Yeah. I, I haven't thought about that in far too long. Sticking with maps, Compass will, will come. When did Google Maps get launched? When do you think it, it launched? Uh, hmm. 1999. Oh, that's really... No, February oh. 8th, 2005. Oh. That's a good guess. I'm pretty sure the internet started in like... When did the internet start? Early 90s? I thought it was the 80s. I know... Late 80s? I'm pretty sure PayPal was around 99, and so that's why I thought maybe sometime around there. Hmm. And then I just looked up YouTube, and that was 2005. So I thought hmm. that Google and its related services might be earlier either way i'm impressed times are changing rapidly but google maps february 8th 2005 started actually specifically on a desktop because i don't believe there were smartphones at the time no what about MapQuest? you're gonna have to look that one up i'm looking it up right now ah it's taking me to <laughs> google maps wikipedia that's not what i want <laughs> google maps has taken over oh wow it was launched in 1996 as the first commercial web mapping service Hmm. Wow. The company behind MapQuest, though, started in 1967 and was making maps in Illinois and then later in Pennsylvania. And then around the time of the internet, MapQuest got spun off. Yeah, this is crazy. So I was looking at that road atlas that everyone had in the back of their car. I think it was called the McNally Road Atlas because when I typed in like road, <laughs> just any sort of road atlas, that was the one that popped up. And the Rand McNally Company published its first road atlas called the Auto Chum in 1924 about the like Chicago area road systems, pretty much. And then from there, it just pretty much like grew and grew and grew until it started mapping out the entire like United States road system. Wow! And they're still coming out with them today. <laughs> could you imagine going out and buying a road atlas right now oh man i, I How have one actually. no no you yeah. do not yeah How? i do the How? previous homeowners left left it in the house what year is it i have no idea i'd have to go look at it do you, is it close by i could go get it i'm saying there's no way that road atlas is within the last 
10. Oh, God. How old were how old were the old oh, homeowners? Uh, I think they were in the house since the 70s. I'm going to say there's no way that road atlas is older than 2013. Or 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 is I said that backwards. You know what I meant. There's no way that it's <laughs> younger than 2013 i don't know how to actually say what i'm trying to say all right we're back we're back i said a road atlas brought to you by state farm oh this is actually pretty cool i i need to get it in the (laughs) the video here there it is get it in the vid everyone take a look at that state farm thing hopefully you guys can see a year because i still don't know what it is i'm saying i'm guessing the year God, State Farm makes me nervous though, because State Farm, I feel like when you start seeing it's not a new State Farm. State Farm is not a new insurance company. It's I know, been but around since the well, early 90s. I'm trying to think of when it blew up, ish though. You know, Jake from State Farm. I feel like that's still fairly fresh. I'm saying the Road Atlas is from 2006. Is it not on the cover? I no, I'm struggling to find a date right now. Oh God, <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot find a date anywhere. <laughs> You, not on the cover, the the no. back. This, no, this, not the there's got to be there's got to be a date. What's the? Uh, I can I can look it up as well. State Farm Road Map. I'm pretty sure they did this like pretty common. Road Atlas. What what does the cover look like? Uh, it's red with two suitcases on it. <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. I don't know how the how I'm supposed to find this. Look up when the U.S. population was. Two hundred ninety-six million four hundred ten thousand. Wait, 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 wait! I think there's. I'm sorry. I think I I clicked on an Amazon an Amazon uh link and it took me to a State Farm Road Atlas. Is it paperback? Uh, I think so. I it's really big. Yeah, it's very big. It's completely red, and the suitcases are like weirdly like a yellow tint. Yeah, and they're kind of <laughs> the bottom ones angled. <laughs> yeah, and bigger than the top one. Yep. How did this random Amazon link know exactly what we're talking about? What's the is the page about 136? Um, I don't think it has numbers. It says print length 136. I don't know if there's a publisher Rand McNally and Co. Oh wait, okay, okay. It's numbered up to 130. (laughs) It says yeah, 136. Yeah. Oh my god, we found it. (laughs) This random Amazon link took me right to it. Absolutely insane. I guess 2006. Guess what, y'all? It's a 2007 paperback State Farm Road Atlas. Oh, wow. (laughs) There's there's no reason to have a Road Atlas. That is so random. (laughs) I can't believe you found it. I know. It was just, I typed in State Farm Road Atlas and I really just clicked on like the first link. It probably stopped, honestly, because there's no point in having any more Road Atlases. Oh my god. Wait, the 2006 one looks just like it as well. It could oh, have been no. 2006. Uh no, that one just says it's 80 pages. If it's 136, it's the it's the 2007. Oh wow. I wonder what they added so many extra pages for. I don't know. In one year, there's just there's more land. Oh. You just found a whole bunch of it. My god, that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know why we were looking up those road atlases to begin with. I think it was spurred off of Google Maps <laughs> MapQuest and then you talking about how worthless road atlases are and how they no are. one has one. No one has them. Literally no one has one. If you still have one, do you not have a smartphone? Google Maps is the way. No, I need uh, to start 
carrying that giant thing in my car. I want you to. And I want you to, like, if you're ever out with people and they're like, all right, let's go to, like, you know, this place. I don't want you to whip out your phone. I want you to whip out the atlas and be like, you know what street that's on? Do you know? <laughs> they probably wouldn't even have the street. I don't no, know how many streets not. are made per year, but. I kind of actually want to do that just for the joke. Just for the joke. That'd be a good TikTok, honestly. <laughs> whip out an old an old atlas you gotta you pull just... your glasses slightly down your face so just you're so like you looking read. down through them <laughs> ridiculous i'm gonna assume how they record streets is probably gonna be the car method if you guys want to know a funny story it's not there anymore but patrick do you remember when google had i think they still do do they have street view still on google maps yep okay well i think it got updated but in one of my childhood homes where i lived with my father he <laughs> If you looked up the house that I grew up in on uh, 4th Street, the Google car passed right as my dad was vacuuming his old truck. And so there's just a video of my dad's, or not a video, a picture of my dad's like ass right in the camera frame. Because the truck was parked in the street. So literally it was just him bending over right into his truck. I think he was probably vacuuming or cleaning it out or something like that. But I thought that was the funniest thing. And I was very sad to see that they updated it a couple of years ago. I've heard crazy things that there was like murders and stuff that were like found on Street View and stuff as well. That could be all really? cool, but yeah, I don't know. Like a, like a body was found like floating in a street like view where it was like close to uh, like a lake or something. I could be lying on my butt too. I don't know. I'd believe it with how many roads it had to drive on. I'm sure, it's yeah. not found some weird stuff. Oh, murder discovered from Google Maps. Oh my God, Google Maps caught a murder question mark. Oh God, it's taking me to a YouTube video. I apologize, y'all. That's crazy though. It, I mean, it seems like it's something. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought. I don't know if it was the car though. It looks like because I think Google Maps also updated to instead of just cars. They also had started doing like satellite imaging. They would take like satellites and stuff that were kind of like going around a certain area, slow down the, mm-hmm. slow down the 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 speed of it, and start taking like images of things. And I guess uh, it's literally a thing. Google Maps has caught a murder. Google Maps is a better crime solver than you and I, Patrick. How does that make you feel? How do you know I haven't solved the murder? Oh my God! I apologize. <laughs> I shouldn't assume. <laughs> no, but that's that's pretty impressive. The new uh, Sherlock Holmes. There you go. An app on your phone. It's just a car. That's is that the new car movie? <laughs> it's actually a transformer that's just a huge nerd that loves like oh, true crime. Well, we can keep diving into random little stories here, but I think that wraps up maps for me. My good sir, do you have any other questions? I'm just looking up surveyors quick back in oh my God. early America. Yeah. George Wa- it was George Washington was a surveyor and yeah. also Abraham Lincoln was also another famous I feel, surveyor. I don't know why, but that doesn't surprise me. I feel like Abe Lincoln did everything. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I don't know but why. But I guess it was very common per- or not very common, but it was it was a needed profession just because at that time people were trying to establish bond- boundaries for territories and landowners and all yeah. of that and so people were trying to actually measure out different areas all the time and trying to map out everything i guess so yeah it was pretty useful back then how uh we had a question actually of how like people measured out boundaries back in the day how do they do it i know yeah so they had some instruments which were pretty inaccurate it sounded like there was something called the circumferenter 
hmm. uh, which I have no idea what that actually is, but it, it was useless in areas where there was iron ore because it okay. used certain magnetic properties. And a lot of times a plane compass was used along with, let's see. I'm seeing here that the first land surveyors were, of course, from ancient Egypt. And uh, they they actually did use my rope method, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It says Egyptians would stretch a piece of rope between two stakes, but they would rub down the rope with resin and beeswax, so it would be a little bit more sturdier as it would just, like drag across the ground. And they would actually tie it at certain distances, uh, like a tie, or excuse me, tie a knot at certain distances, so they could know just how far a certain piece of land actually like measured out to be. Mm. <laughs> That's insane. Rope. Another Imagine instrument they used was a uh, theodolite, which it looks like it's similar to what is used now, almost a little telescope-looking thing. Sure. Which uses or measures different angles between visible points to help determine distance. But a lot of times that wasn't quite able to be used in early America just because it needs basically cleared off land for that. And with America being still fairly wild in many areas, it wasn't really that suitable back then. Hmm. But in, in more urban areas, I guess, if you would even call it that back then, uh, that's what was used. That's all I had on maps, though. Maps. It's got us to an interesting place, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like there's probably like 80 million things that we didn't answer. So if you guys have more questions on maps or if there's things that we specifically didn't answer that you're still curious about, write us in. You know the email. What's going on the pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much and hope you guys had a great time. Thank you. Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right. Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.